I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. This week's episode, host episode. (laughs) Yeah, host episode. Let's talk about it. Shabam! We're here, live, (laughs) from my mom's basement. We actually are kind of live because we're doing Facebook Live right now as we record. Does Instagram have a live thing now? What's the deal? Uh, What what kind of features did Instagram just add? I heard a bunch of people up in arms about Instagram's basically just copying uh, everything that Snapchat Snapchat has. Yeah. I think it's doing a better job. Who gives a fuck about that? Twitter's doing uh, live video streaming, I think. Yeah. Well, either way, we are live streaming from Facebook mm. as we record a host, host episode. episode. We haven't done one of these in a little bit, uh, and it's always fun to kind of catch up. There's been a lot on the go. Uh, you know what? Actually, I should start off by saying we recorded a host episode about a week and a half ago, Yeah, and the whole episode crashed. It was literally the did day it? after Donald Trump. Yeah, it did. Well, we lost the episode. Well... Okay, I fucking loaded it onto the hard drive, and then it didn't load. Is that my right. fault? Is that my fault? Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck off. God damn it, and no. You know what? And you know what's funny? Is That's that, not my fault. You know what's funny is that Brian and I were at my house about oh, to- about, motherfuckers are going to put this on me. On okay. The, on, the, on Saturday, we were, we were at my apartment, and we were playing some uh, Battlefield, and then we were going we to do some- Do the editing. Do, do the editing. Bro, fist bump. Oh, dude, we were totally playing video games. And then, uh, and then we went to go edit, and we pulled it up, and, and Brian goes, uh, it says- that the file is like what is it? It's like zero KB or something. Yeah, and I was like, oh fuck, and I go, yeah, you know what? I feel like Jeremy just did, did. Jeremy eject the hard drive, or he just pull out the? No, I eject. I always eject. Oh, do you? Here's what I did. You always pull out. I pulled it from the hard drive from the laptop straight to the to the external. That's a no no. Now I know that that is a no no. Because I know no now. <laughs> so I fucked up, all right? I fucked we up. We just got uh, the first question. So the first question is, have you guys ever lost any other episodes that you've done? That is a good question, and yes, we have. Yes, we have. And we lost, uh, we've lost three episodes to date. Wait, what's the third one? Uh, well, we lost, so we lost this bitch in episode we recorded in on PEI with Cowboy Mike Hughes. That is a bummer. Yeah. That which a- broke my goddamn heart, because that episode was so fucking cool. We lost an episode. Um, oh man, we haven't told her yet. We haven't. T- we haven't told two of the guests that we lost. We lost an episode with a gal that had a heart issue. Um, oh, it, now she has a broken heart. I know. <laughs> oh damn it, oh, dude. We got, we, I sh- I'm gonna email. I don't know her. which episode. That you're I'll email her about. tonight. And then we we also lost another episode with a gal who uh, was um, suffering from um, anxiety. Um, we lost the episode where we interviewed the uh, abominable snowman too. That's right. We found yeah. Sasquatch, interviewed him, 
and he's, lost it. It's he's very good. elusive. Yeah, yeah. Pretty and also, chill too. also he has uh, he has AIDS, and who knew? No one knew. Now he's we now we know. AIDS. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing funny about AIDS. No, but there's something funny about Sasquatch having AIDS. Yo, you know what? Actually, on the episode of Joe Rogan that I've been listening to the last couple of days with a guy named uh, Stephen Kotler, he does the the Flow Genome Product Flow. Project Flow State, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, if you haven't listened to it, it's been, um, it's good. I, I, it's good. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. And you know what? There was a part of it in there that I that I wanted to to chat with you about, but now I can't remember what it was. I'll, Let's do it I'll get after. back to it. Let's do it after. But um the the point was that that they he said something about AIDS and Joe Rogan was like, "You know what? We're kind of in the age where we can joke about AIDS now." It's like because Yeah, like, cuz he was talking yeah, he was, he was like you're you're kind of like there's there's medication out there mm-hmm. like you're more than likely going to be okay if you yeah. get HIV. Basically, he was talking about in, how we're out of the America. age of people in North America. It's like where it's, it's not an epidemic a and people are dying. It's not a death yeah. sentence. Like in the in the what was it? The, it was in the eighties or the early nineties yeah. where it came out, and it was just like, and it was like, oh, you have AIDS, you're you're dead. Yeah, or you have HIV. To be dead. fair, it's like I mean, we are trying to find humor in all types of diseases, whether they're whether. Their terminal sentences yeah. or not, so um, yeah. um, they, it depends on how you talk about them. It does, right? it does. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. so, just so uh, so our listeners are aware, and so the uh, our Facebook Live people are aware, we are doing a host episode here, um, and uh, we're taking your questions as we go. Uh, so feel free to fire them off. Brian will read them as as we go through. But uh, I just want to take a second to kind of recap what. What we've been up to. It's been kind of a crazy, um, crazy last like month and a half. We were in Vancouver. We we banged out like nine episodes in Vancouver. We've only we've only actually aired uh, what two or three of them. Two or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been great episodes. We've got amazing conversations coming up that we recorded while we were there, um, and I'm really stoked for everyone to hear those. Um, but since Vancouver. Sense or sense? Since, sense. 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 Street. Street. I don't know. Uh, I think I, it's I wasn't sense. taught proper grammar, nor was I taught how to do math. Uh, so, but since, um, <laughs> wait, how do you say it? Since. Since. <laughs> since. Since Vancouver. <laughs> it's um, an eye. Just know that it's an eye. Yeah. A couple of, a couple of little um, announcements I think we should just like get off our chest. First announcement is, I think we're, I don't know if we've said it publicly like actually announced it, and and maybe we shouldn't, <laughs> but I want to just so that we were held accountable. But we are going. Uh, that's right, accountable. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we are going. We are going to go on a cross Canada tour, September of 2017, starting in St. John's, going all the way across to Victoria, BC. Taylor, what do you think of that? <laughs> You're, I'm into it, man. You're look, I'm into it. You're looking at me as if I should not have said that. <laughs> no, no. You totally should have said it. It's just Taylor and I had a, a separate conversation earlier without you where we're like, we're, we don't think we're going to go to St. John's. <laughs> oh, no, we got to do St. No, John's. We didn't say it like that. We didn't say it like that. Yeah. So, oh. oh, no, we got we got so many fans no. over I, on The Rock. No, no, we plan on going, but 
maybe not on the drive September to October. Maybe oh, okay. maybe kicking separate it off thing. At it was the yeah, start of it, summer. It was more about the logistics yeah. of like getting yeah. an RV, going to yeah. St. John's, then driving back here. It's true. And then going. It's true. Okay, we'll talk about that. But anyway, we're gonna go on tour. <laughs> we'll cut this out of the the episode when we post it. But for those of you on Facebook Live. <laughs> You're getting the whole thing. This is the uh, real deal. Yeah. And another, if, another, if Jeremy's racist right now uh, or Taylor's misogynistic, then you'll get that too. Well, Brian, well, you're, you're the misogynist. Yeah, you're the misogynist so. of the group. Well, yeah. actually, technically it's Taylor, but everyone thinks it's me because your voice sounds like mine. Anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, another little announcement is that uh, we haven't publicly said this yet, but CBC is doing a documentary called Sick Boy on Sick Boy. Is that is that what it's called? It's called Sick Boy. Is it called Sick Boy, Andrew? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so the director is actually here in the room with us shooting right now, and uh, they're shooting a documentary called Sick Boy, which is. Are we allowed to say that too? Sure. I don't, I don't fuck. Sure. Yeah. It's a yeah. it's a documentary about us. I think it's it's not a big secret now. There you okay, go. Yeah, not yeah, a big right, secret. Cool. Yeah. The world. We're knows. getting the green light from from the director. So <laughs> yes. So now I'm yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Now everything's on Andrew. So that's kind of a cool thing that we're we're really excited about and uh, and very flattered and very um, I don't know, just like you know, it's just another one of those things that that makes the three of us kind of stop and pinch each other um, on and the tickle, week and, and, on, tickle and, and, and tickle each other and hold each other down and tickle each other and make sure we're not dreaming. So, <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, so and then another little quick uh, two other things. I just got back from Maui. We can talk about that a little later. I, I feel like there's a couple things I want to touch on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then another little f- fun thing. Last night, guys, how fucking weird was this? Last night. Uh, Are you going to talk about the threesome with the two little people? Uh, oh. Before I before that happened, okay. Uh, I I gave a talk at Dalhousie University to their med oh, students. Right. Yeah. And you guys were there. Right. Yes, I was there. Is that not the weirdest thing? It was really cool. It It was was super cool. I mean, uh, you know, very, very much less so like the content of of your speech um, and anything to do with the event. (laughs) Actually, it was more just the room was really impressive. They have all these cameras. It's a very high-tech medical school. It actually was really high-tech. Jeremy's whole part in it was actually very rather mundane. But I mean, but just the technology and everything that went along with the experience of the room was so amazing. I was mind-blown the whole time. I even said, I think I want to go back to university. I think I saw you sleeping. I believe that's what I said. Were you sleeping, Taylor? Was that you that said that, Jay? I did say I that. I thought I said that. No, I said that. Oh. Anyway. Well, I, I gave a talk at Dalmed, and um, basically I spoke about what it's like to live with a chronic illness and how using humor um, uh, to deal with living a chronic illness has kind of helped me through my life and what my thoughts were on on positive and negative experiences in the in my experience with um, uh, doctors and, and medical uh, medical professionals, and then there was this awesome Q and A that followed. There's a lot of really cool questions. It felt really weird for me because I feel very unqualified to have been there and talking to a bunch of med students. Um, but I guess the whole the whole point of the night was it was like a, a wellness sort of night for um, for the students to take a break from studying, and then they just bring you know some fucking goofball in to tell a couple of CF jokes. You know what I thought was really the kind of the highlight of 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 why that was so cool to do is because I think in the top three most uh, most revisited excuse me 
one of the top three most revisited topics on the on the show across all of our episodes is probably the idea that you know you, you you're having an interaction with a doctor or a nurse or whatever healthcare professional and like there's just some type of like human disconnect. I, mm. I, I I feel like it's actually I should say that I think more of the time it's with uh, the doctor patient experience, not the nurse patient experience. It seems like there there's a better relationship between nurses and and patients uh, than doctors and patients. But um, that that's just a really common thread. And to go up there and to be it's able to it's because you can flirt with your nurse. You can't flirt with your doctor. Right. Oh, no. Exactly. That sounds like a very uh, is it uh, <laughs> nineteen fifties? Are we about to watch the Andy Griffith show? <clears throat> um. We're gonna get some uh, we're some hate for that. That's but, why I said. Oh, but no. we got to we got to talk to these. We get, you got to talk to these these med students that are about to go into the world and interact with patients, and you know, like you know, like pebble in the pond, or ripple ripple in the pond type idea. Like that could be the catalyst for one of those people being like a really great relationship builder with their patients and having really great communication with them, being yeah. able to use potentially. Laughter and humor as yeah. a way to 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 break down barriers that are tough to break. Yeah, and I hope so. I hope that I hope that you know this the the and again I I didn't feel qualified, but I hope whatever I I was able to provide them last night is something that is lasting for them and that they can kind of take into uh, into their career as like a doctor or a um, you know a surgeon or wh- wh- whatever wherever they end up going in their. I guess a doctor and a surgeon are the same thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. they're just a different, there's different, different, different fields. Like, yeah, different fields. But um, um, it, like, it was crazy how many of them were like, were like, you know, at once the wheels were greased and they started moving on the asking questions. Yeah, how many of them were like genuinely curious, like, <coughs> how can I bring humor into being a doctor? And it's like, yeah. holy fuck, like. That's a huge question. That's a huge question. I don't know. Yeah, like watch some, watch your favorite comics. I don't but it, know. But it got boiled down to 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 uh, going. Just be human. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just be human with them. Yeah. Speaking of be human, uh, great company working out of Halifax. They're selling some t-shirts. Uh, our boy Dave Culligan is uh, is uh, involved with them. And if you uh, don't know about them, check them out. Um, be human clothing. So a while back, and this is really exciting for for me, and I'm assuming it's exciting for you guys too. Um, a while back, I don't know which episode it was. I thought, man, I wish I could find it, but there was an episode where the three of us sat down. We were talking to someone, and the topic of smelly markers came up. And I knew what smelly markers were. I had a normal childhood. I wasn't uh, sheltered or, you know, uh, 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 abused from just living a normal child life. I knew what smelly markers were. You knew what they were. But for some weird-ass reason, Taylor had never heard of what a smelly marker was. And you know what, Taylor? My heart was shattered in that moment because it, I, I immediately realized... You don't know what I went through. ...that you had a horrible upbringing if you don't know what smelling markers are. And Uriel and Don, Taylor's mom and dad, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> now, now... They neglected you. Having said that, um, a guest oh. also... A guest had also felt the same way that I did. No. Uh, her name... Um, her name is Andrea, and Andrea comes all the way from uh, Fresno, California. Did someone from Fresno actually <laughs> mail us smelly markers? Are you fucking Attention, kidding me? Attention, Jeremy Saunders with love from California, Sick Boy Podcast. I haven't opened this yet. 
Hopefully, it is not filled with anthrax. <laughs> Wait, do you but know if this is smelly mark well, or not? Or she, you just... she, reached, she reached out to me on, on social media and said, that... and said, I feel bad that Taylor has never smelled a smelly mark in his life. Is she is watching she, right what's now? What's her name? Um, Andrea. Dude, she's uh, watching right now. She said, <laughs> Andrea, we're opening your shit. <laughs> is she really? Okay, yeah. well, let's see. What do we got here? Oh, we each get a package. Okay, oh, you get one. Oh, Dude. You get a package of smelly markers. You get a package of smelly markers. Dude, this is the best. Okay, I got a letter here from Andrew. You're going to read it. So in an older episode of Sick Boy, the topic of scented markers briefly came up. It was then that Taylor revealed that he didn't know that scented markers were a thing. There was a moment of shock, both in the episode, so it seemed, and also in my brain. <laughs> Taylor not knowing the awesomeness that is a scented marker made me sad. I feel like everyone deserves the scented marker experience. That all said, let me finish with this. I have taken it upon myself to send each of you a pack of Mr. Sketch scented markers. <laughs> My friends, Mr. Sketch is like the Bugatti of scented markers. <laughs> They're the best of the best. Everyone knows about Mr. Sketch. Your scented markers aren't cool unless they're Mr. Sketch scented markers. So, I hope you all enjoy your scented markers, especially you, Taylor, even if you're just even if you just sit and sniff them like my weird ass does. Okay, bye. Drea, PS, the black marker is ew. <clears throat> okay. Andrea? All right. I fucking love you. So, okay, open your markers up. Yeah. And if you want to send us mail, uh, we definitely would never oppose that. Uh, feel free to send your mail. Well, just DM us and we'll give you an address to send it to. Now, here's the thing, Taylor. Mr. Sketch Smelly Markers are very similar to those uh, silly little jelly beans from the movie Harry Potter. Or the book, Harry Potter. And so some of these markers smell delightful. Some of them smell like puke, shit, or... Um, um, jism. I have a dog who does all of those things. Although we don't have the white marker here, so you don't have to worry about that one. Um, close close your eyes. Now, I'm going to bring a marker over, and you have to guess which color the marker is. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Coming in. <clears throat> Clear your palate. Ready? Yep. Big old sniff. Can you smell anything? Yeah. Can I have, a, can I have that one more time? Yeah. Well, it's definitely red. Nope. No? Is it banana? Is it yellow? Yeah! yeah. It's yellow. Good job, dude. Fuck dude, yeah. I think that's my favorite one. Can I smell that? All right. You stick that up your nose and smell that. All right, Taylor, we got another one coming in here. Here we go. Ready? Smell hard. Oh, it's purple. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> How did you know that? Dude, because I know what purple smells like. Duh. Oh, God. That smells just like purple. It does. Okay. Uh, we got two more. It smells like some of that grape drink. We got two more. Oh yeah, okay. Daddy-like, here we go. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Take a big old whiff. Mm. Oh, it's uh, black. Uh, Jesus. You're really good at that. Last one. Okay. okay here we go, coming in. Yeah, big old Oh. <laughs> Dude, it smells like a urinal cake. <laughs> It's, no, it's, it's, smell again. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> 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 oh, my God, it's so gross. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. 
god. That was cat shit. <laughs> that was actual cat shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Smells <laughs> like a urinal cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude. Oh okay, God. I gotta go wash my hands. I'll be right back. Uh, yeah, the joke's really on Jeremy because he's the one that had to put the shit in his hands. Huh? <laughs> I was surprised he actually touched it because I brought it over in the scuba and I was trying to figure out how I could get it close to your face and you just grabbed it. So, um, yeah. It's yeah. really hard to tell uh, when, it's, when it's poop uh, that's been in a litter box because the litter box is pretty effective at masking the scent. Yeah. Ooh, uh, I can hear Jeremy coughing in the background. Well, I gotta say, Andrea, um, thank you for sending us the markers. And Taylor, good job on uh, identifying all of the colors. But once we got to the cat shit, you could you almost got cat shit. Uh, urinal cake, cat shit. Pretty. I mean, you know, same vein. So it honestly it is basically a urinal cake because it's a f- it's fucking cat litter that's trying to mask the scent of shit. It's true, just like a urinal cake's trying to mask the scent yeah. of your piss. That's right. Uh, so you did a good job. Um, this is so funny. Oh man, that made me laugh real hard. Hey, uh, did we get any questions from Facebook Live while we were farting around? Ali Ali J Eisner said. Ali uh, Eisner. <laughs> So, uh, just so we all know, the, Ali Eisner is a Canadian treasure. Uh, just putting that out there. Mama Yama, the original Mama Yama. Sorry, Ali, I hope that's okay that I said that. But, What's Mama Yama? Uh, uh, do your children's uh, television show host homework and you'll know. Okay. So Ali said, uh, please do an episode on THC, CBD. CBD is an amazing agent that can help folks with disease manage." Mint or pain management. We yeah. touched. We've touched on. We've that. kind of touched on. Yeah, it. Sean. Sean said. Sean. Sean's watching this too right now. He said, "Check out my episode. We talk about it a bit." Mm-hmm. Um, we should it, go specifically into. Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. It would be cool to have a doctor on who uh, who specializes or not specializes, but like is is pretty pro THC and CBD oil. Yeah. Um, uh, which we actually are. We we are working on that, but um, you know, slow process. But yeah, Ali, it would be a really cool conversation. Just like legalization. That's right. Uh, uh, so uh, Vivian Pitt is watching uh, us right now as she rocks her two-year-old to sleep. Oh uh, Jesus! Don't do that. Uh, that's a horrible idea. That your two-year-old's going to be her having son, dreams about cat shit. And, well. Well, and, her and son, jizzy smelling markers. Oh my God. God! Her son Ronan actually has CF. Oh, definitely rock him to sleep to us. Then we, <laughs> I have CF. <laughs> so therefore, it's okay. Jeremy, um, I didn't know that you had CF. Do you have CF? I, I absolutely do. Oh actually, I like, I like, um, I like this question. Uh, so pass me a beer, Bri. Being this far into the podcast, so after over a year and a bit, is there anything that we wish we had done differently Ooh. in the beginning? Oh man, I don't think so. I don't think there is. If we um, did anything differently, it probably wouldn't have turned out to be such a success. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I, I think we, our fucking podcast is as lucky as the human species is to be here. It's like it's a co- it's a total accident. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just fucking sat down at mics and started speaking. I mean, the thing is, is we stumbled into this. Um, it, you know, it, it's it was pretty much an accident that it it got to where it it is now. Um, and I think the only reason why it did get to where it is now is that we weren't trying to do or be anything but ourselves. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like we we from day one we just we weren't trying to impress anyone. Um, you know, we would take feedback from people, creative feedback, but like when people would tell us to like try to do like you should do it differently, like this way or this way, because that's the way that CBC does their stuff, or that's the way. What we were like, well, no, that's that's not us. You know, when people were like, hey, you sh- this is great, but you shouldn't swear. I was <laughs> like, I was like, well, I. I like to fucking swear, like, and I'm a I'm fuck. A, I like I, to f- I, I fuck. I swear. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck. Um, but I, you know, I, it's that's me. I I I like to just be, you know, passionate when I speak, and when I speak, and I'm I'm feeling very passionate. Words slip out, and I'm not gonna try to censor myself. And um, so I don't, I feel like the way that it that the things that we did in the beginning. Uh, I feel very proud about what we did, and and I don't think I would do anything different. Um, yeah, and you know, and it seemed like um, a question that comes up to us pretty often is asking. Uh, oh yeah, your your battery's pretty low there, Brian. You're going for the left. It seems like a question that comes up uh, pretty frequently is that people often think that uh, that we would get more um, more people offended than we do. Who was mm. just asking about? This? Oh, it was the guys at Good Robot that asked us mm. uh, um, if if that happens because um, they were dealing with uh, with a situation where they were getting some some mail, but in in the same vein, and uh, and and it never we never really did, even though I totally expected us to when we started talking about like the content of what of what we were going to talk about, um, and and I expected that to have an impact on how we kind of grew, but. It started and was just like it was just like nonstop positivity and encouragement and like man, I feel like I feel like in that in those early days of recording the of recording the podcast and getting so much encouragement from like our friends here in Halifax that Ooh. were just so so stoked about the show and then getting some like really early media attention yeah and like the show being I, pumped, you know what one out. thing that I do kind of regret and wish we did differently. Is that I wish that I hadn't gone this deep into uh, tricking everyone that I have CF. Uh, it's going to be really oh, hard to come out and say, "Okay, guys, you know, joke's over." I actually don't have CF, but uh, but I had you right. Well, that's um, the only that's the can, only reason why Donald Trump is actually going to be the president because he just got too deep into it that he couldn't yeah, it say it was a joke anymore. That's what we're. That's that. actually what we're trying. That's what the whole documentary is about: is us trying to figure out how to tell the world Jeremy doesn't really have right. CF. And now everybody who is really into the episode <laughs> with Jeremy's parents is going to have to face the realization that those weren't Jeremy's parents; those are just actors. That were Which paid. We, we paid a lot of yeah, money for them. A lot of money. Yeah. It doesn't come cheap to hire two people that emotionally invested in That's someone's right. life. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Um, I got a question that's uh, come in through through Facebook. This is kind of a fun one. Um, can all three of you tell us about the last time you shit your pants? 
XOXO Kelly. P.S. Love you guys. Please come to Toronto soon. P.P.S. Jeremy needs to have sex with one of the girls from Guys We Fucked for a crossover episode. A. Yes, I would love to have um, intercourse with one of the girls from Guys We Fucked just to get on that show because I think it's an amazing podcast. And actually, um, aside from me having a crush on both of those hosts, if you're not familiar with the podcast, you should check it out. It's two lovely comedians from the States. Um, it's like an anti-slut shaming podcast, really funny stuff. And, um, I'm totally in love with both of them. Um, but, uh, Kelly, for the last time that we shit our pants. Um, I was, I was actually at my office when I used to work in an office and I was sitting at my desk and I, I had like this little, like it, it was like a fart, and I'd, I'd actually, like, never shit my pants before, except for, like, when I was really young. Yeah. Um, so not in, like, my older life. But like this 13, was, 14 was when you were, like, constantly shitting your pants? Well, like, 18. But yeah, 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 that, yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, not in, like, my adult life, right? That's so right, after yeah. 18. After 18. <laughs> but uh, do, you guys, do you guys get, like, really hot buttholes when you eat spicy food? Nope. No, I don't. But someone asked me recently if I, I do. Don't, you, I don't. Neither one of you do? No, no Anybody watching right now on no, Facebook, Kyla do, you get, do you get a, a really – somebody just uh, actually commented from India. So it's possible that this Indian uh, person might get a hot butthole. <laughs> Uh, how do you know no. this? Spicy food. Dude, Indian food. No, how do you know spicy. someone from India just messaged us? So they just commented on the video. Oh, and they <laughs> said, I'm from India? They said, good morning, Jerte and Bri from India. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. Lol. Lol. Uh, and they added lol, actually, at the end. So uh, Spicy butthole. Yeah, if you, get a, if you get spicy buttholes, um, if you get a hot butthole, like a, it almost feels, <laughs> it's so hot that it feels kind of wet, right? Oh, gross. I, so, I so, know that feeling. Yeah. Okay, so sure. So I felt like I was going to have a like a spicy poop and I I just kind of like or a spicy fart, sorry. So I was sitting at my desk and I was like I'm just going to have a little little spicy fart right now. And uh and I let it out and it just felt wet. So I went to the bathroom and there's a small like uh like half a chicken nugget. I was going to say full chicken nugget, but like oh, I felt God. I felt like that. Damn it. This is so, making uh, me sick. Oh, uh, uh, if you drink water with your meals, it'll save your butthole, actually. Uh, oh. Said the uh, man or woman Do you not drink water India. with your meal? Uh, she has a doctor in front of her name. She has DR in front of yeah. her name. It's so anyway. Part of her name. I don't know. Um, so I... Uh, turn, Where's that coming from? That down. You. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah so I went to the bathroom and I pulled down my pants and bang there was like this this little piece of shit in my pants and I was like well I I guess I need to throw these underwear out so I threw the underwear in the garbage can wiped my butt and went back to work well that's a great story Um, Taylor last time you shat your pants Um, the last time I shat my pants was in 2012, the last time that you and I were in Brazil together, and uh, I got real, real sick. Kyle and I both got really, really sick, and um, and basically, basically, we were coming to the the end of our time at uh, at at Piracanga, which is this like you know beach paradise um, that also has a very a strange side of a, this commune type vibe to it. That's very strange, um, and we were coming to our the very. End of- very strange. Very, very strange. They have a leader. Um, we were coming to the end of our time there, and I got sick right at the very end. 
And on the last day, waiting for the bus to come and pick us up, I, 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 I went to the bathroom and was like, oh no, oh God, oh no, I had to poo, I had to poo poo. So then I, I went and, and over the next, we were, we were going to spend like five or six more days in the town. I just want to, can I quickly interrupt you guys? Did no, you? you can't. So I'm going to keep going. Um, so... Uh, we went to Itacare. 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 And, Itacare. Then, uh, <laughs> and for the five days there, I shit you not, no pun intended, I shit like basically water out of my butthole 20 to 25 times a day uh, over the, over a five-day period. And it was – it wasn't – I didn't feel sick. I, I just had to go to the bathroom all the time. It was on the fifth, sixth, or sixth day where I got <laughs> mega, mega dehydrated. And uh, I got really, really sick. And it was on one of these days where I was f- actually feeling fucked that I got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Or, or sorry, I had to fart in the middle of the night. And I thought, uh, you know, I was thinking, oh, I, could, I could fart. I could fart. In bed. And I, mm, and I, wasn't, wearing no. any, I wasn't wearing anything. I was naked in bed and I, and I pooped. And you're saying that out loud. You're going, I can <laughs> fart. I can fart. And <laughs> Kyla goes, no, you can't. <laughs> no, no, you can't. Can. You're like, okay. oh, well, I can throw up. Oh. Yeah, so I, I pooped in the bed and I oh, felt real no. bad. I, I, but it was only a little bit. I caught it and then I went to the bathroom. But you know what was funny is that- You the, caught it? Like what? in your hands? No, no, no. no. Like, I, like, I, like I, I clenched and I, and oh, I, and okay, I, and I stopped okay, it okay. from coming out. But you can't- but, then, uh, but your day, butthole's not watertight. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, fuck, it's good enough. Okay, <laughs> it's, right, good, yeah. it's good enough than leaving it open. Sure, I'll believe it. So then the next day, Kyla gets up to go to the bathroom and Kyla's walking to the bathroom. Oh, and, no, uh, dude, and, no. And Kyla poops on the floor. <laughs> Kyla poops oh, on the floor oh. walking to the bathroom. <laughs> and she was naked too, so... <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, the last time that I shat myself... Uh, well, actually, a, f- a, number, a few weeks ago, we went to a party out in the boonies. And, uh, out in the boonies. It was, like, uh, it was out of town. And... Um, and it was like a Halloween party, and we I, I had eaten just a little bit of mushrooms, and I was feeling pretty good. Um, and I took this like I was we were we were dancing, we were on the dance floor, and like my butt was sweaty, and I farted, and I th- and I, because I was tripping out, I thought the fart mixed with like the sweaty butt. I was like, oh, for sure, I shot myself. My my ass is wet. And I went to the bathroom, and I realized, oh no, I just farted, and my ass is just very sweaty. Um, so I can't tell which is grosser, shitting your pants or thinking you shat your pants because your ass is so sweaty. I think that's probably more gross. Yeah. Uh, but the last time I shit my pants, I was sitting in the car with my dad, and I, I, I sharted, and my dad was like, oh, Jesus, did you shit your pants? And I was like, nope. And then we got home, and I was like, oh, yep, I did. <laughs> uh, yo, crazy, crazy little thing that came in on, on Facebook here. Uh, as we were having this conversation, uh, this is coming from anonymously um, uh, on, on, on this person's request. Didn't want to post this for everyone to read. I have a 16-year-old son who's very open with me, thank God, and was having dick issues. From what he told me, oh, I no. set him up with your Famosis episode. He said, yep, that's it, and he's scheduled for surgery in the new year. So no thanks way. for the parenting assist. It truly did help. That's amazing. How crazy is that? That's so fucking sweet. Whatever your name is, kid, good for you. You are going to uh, be so happy with your new PP in the new year. Yo, I need a new PP. <coughs> I got frenulum frem- brev for show. For Do real? You? I think so. Yo, can Dude. we? Can you go get tested <laughs> and record it? It's like, yeah. I got like, it's like every four or five times I got, I have sex, 
it's like I'm like, oh fuck, I can't. Like I gotta wait. I gotta wait. Like I can't Dude. fucking get hard for like three days. It's like I got. It, and it fucking stinks. Oh, I've, I've oh had that God, too. I, okay. I've I mean, had I that too. I can. I can. I can. It's but just it, like, it's, it's from, just like slightly uncomfortable. Do you I'm have like, really? Do you? You've said this in the past. You have really primal sex. Like right, a, like very, aggressive, very very. You, but like, would you say like aggressive? Yeah, but like, no, it, I wouldn't say it's aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> primal. I, I believe the word is primal. Uh, but okay. Yeah, okay. I, make, I make a lot. Of, I make a lot of gorilla sounds. You say I mean, yeah, haram, I harambe. My, I bang my chest a lot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> zoo, uh, but, the, the zoo will come the, in and put you down. But the harder you go, the harder you go. We have a role go. play thing where a person comes in and shoots me with a tranquilizer. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that's not a trank. That's a real gun. <laughs> oh, you're simulating. I get it. Okay, cool. That's right. Um, so if you if you go like really aggressively and you tear and it. If, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Oh God. If you tear it, if you tear it a, a bit, then you can like you do have to wait because if you don't, then it, you can re tear it and it and it opens up the scar tissue that forms on your <laughs> frenulum actually isn't as strong as the the original skin, so the the it's just going to continue to get Dude, worse because it happens more often now. Like when they, it first yeah, happened, it yeah. happened like once every fucking year. And now it's and now it's way more often. You should go get checked. I gotta go get my, uh, my this one. This snack. one's actually like mad serious. Um, so this comes in from, and I'll keep this um, uh, uh, anonymous as well because this was sent in as a as a, um, uh, a like a, a direct message through Facebook as we're recording here. Uh, question: How do you feel about dating someone struggling with anorexia after your eating disorder podcast session? I always worry about. Being a burden slash annoyance, um, kind of a tough question, I guess. For was that anonymous? That came in on the thing here. I see. Oh, did it on a comment? Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, it did. okay. Um, well, um, I mean, I, is I, I'm I'm curious to know if the question is like, would you consider dating someone with anorexia? Um, I mean, I I I don't uh, I don't think I would. I would not consider dating someone regardless, like based on something that they're dealing with physically or mentally. Um, I would base dating someone on whether or not I enjoy the company of that person. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I enjoy the company of that person, just like I would enjoy the company of Brian as a friend or Taylor as a friend, if I knew that that person that I cared about um, was struggling with something like anorexia or depression or um, uh, you know diabetes or whatever, I would want to be a support system for that person mm-hmm. um, and you know it, it's that it's a that's a tough one to kind of crack into because it's like I, I don't feel I, I, I get it that that someone would feel like a burden due to their illness because I sometimes feel like that like you know, especially when I was when I was admitted for pneumonia a couple of years back, like I felt like I was being a bit of a burden for Bridie, um, but but also I understood that Bridie like wanted to be there to help me, and like the last thing I would want to do is push her away and be like, no, like let me let me do that, you know, like I wouldn't want to be that guy. Um, no, please don't. Uh, well, dude, yeah. 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 But but I guess if you look at it in the way that that the way that you hid your. CF to a certain okay, so you yeah. didn't hide it, but like the yeah, way that no, you I did. 
You hid some things for yeah. sure. Um, but I think that was less about dating. me being a burden. No, no, and no, that was no, more it, about an yeah. embarrassment and and a shame that I carried. Sure, which yeah. very well, I mean, very well could be the feeling that someone might have if they have anorexia. Or let me let me add on to that question too, and and just say like, what do you guys think about the? I I've heard this saying a lot that like, in order for someone to love you, you need to love yourself first. Mm. What like what type of isn't weight? that written on your wall upstairs? It is, yeah. And I didn't want to say that, that's but right. that's where it is. That's where I know. I think it, from. it just. I think it, it basically makes a. It, you know, I think we, this came up in one of our conversations. Oh, it came up when we were talking about uh, um, herpes in Vancouver. Was that no? What no matter what's going on uh, in, in the case that I'm talking about, it was it was it was herpes that was creating this extra layer. Um, but any any relationship you <clears throat> enter into if you're dealing with something that is cro- like following you around chronically uh whether it's whether it's physical or mental that is going to add it that that is there's no there's no there's no way around that that is adding an extra layer to the process that you're going through when you meet somebody it's mm-hmm. it it is and not everyone is up for that mm. and 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 that says something about who uh, who you want to be with, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And, and 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 you know the the people that the people that you need to be with, or the person that you need to be with, or people that you need to be with, if they are into being a support for you, then you're not a burden for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, yeah. it's for sure. And I that's mean, what I mean. It's like I would, I would. Uh, in this, it, that's what I meant. You know, it's like in the same way that I care about you guys and would want to support anything be a support for you for anything that you're going through, I would feel the same way about someone who I was attracted to and and cared for and wanted to date. Um, mm-hmm. I also don't consider myself an asshole. <laughs> you know, like I right. feel like I'm a I am a I'm a pretty like nice but human. there are people who are. But, but there are yeah, people and, who are and, and inevitably it's an extra it is an extra layer and it's not and it's not everyone, and not everyone's down with de- no. with, with dealing no. with an extra layer. Yeah, exactly. And that's just the the fact of uh, of humanity. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys? What? And this is this is kind of. And thanks for it, that question, Kelsey. Yeah, because um, it I, it was a really great one, and um, yeah, I hope was. I hope we were able to offer something there. In the same vein, like, <laughs> what do you, what do you guys? What do you say to someone who's in a relationship where they they constantly go back to someone even though that person is so like oh man like I, I think True, about high I school I think about high and and to take like take some of the seriousness out of that I think about high school or or even some of the kids that I coach in paddling uh, they talk about like these guys that they they love this guy oh he's so handsome he's going to jail he's so cool like. You like, do they, like wait, what? Yes, do they yes, say that? you yes, lost me. There are people like that who he's are like so handsome. Are, he's going to jail. Yeah, there's people who say shit like that. Like he's who are attracted being to shit like charged that. With like, being too handsome. What do you? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about, man? Uh, I was thinking of a. I was you know I was thinking of like a an, an actual example that's probably not fair to bring up. <laughs> but like, what do you say to somebody who's who is like attracted to someone who is just not right for them? What's the, because what's the question? Because what's they're the being charged with something, or because or? they're too good looking, <laughs> like they killed someone with their looks. Who killed someone? Oh, man. Uh, was it I, Hansel? You actually, mind. you actually Let's did kind of lose me with this. that one. But Let's uh, avoid this. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I'll just, I'll just like explain it, but we don't have to get into it. Um, and what I meant is like, 
I feel like it's more so in, in like high school or junior high. You know, like I was always like one of those like try to be really nice and good guys. Mm. And like it always seemed like the girls, like the guys who were getting in fights and getting in trouble. Girls like you a lot. Maybe it's just Caledonia Junior High. Wait a minute, wait know. a minute, wait a minute. Annika, uh, when you have daddy issues, AKA sounds like me in the past, are you talking about daddy issues, Brian? <laughs> I don't know. Daddy I, issues? I'm not saying I'm not. Is this a daddy issues question? Brian, do you have daddy issues? I'm hitting it the does real sound like hardball, daddy issues, hardball but... with Jer. Yeah. Or do you have daddy issues? <laughs> yeah, I do. I think you actually, I think you do. <laughs> does have some I think you do issues. a little bit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry, I, I didn't mean to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. My parents split up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I wish I knew my dad. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Um, uh, one thing that I, I do, I would like to address is that we had a, we had a few questions come in. And actually, I know this person's watching. This is the person from India, Dr. Samaranji Gangoli. Samaranji, Samaranjani Gangoli? Uh, Samaranji Gangoli. I took a stab at it. I did my best, honestly. Uh, Dr. Samaranji. Dr. Sam, Samar- can you write your name phonetically so we can. Dr. Samaranjani. There's not an A Gang- after the M. It's Samaranjani. Samaranjani. Ah, there you go. Samaranjani Gangoli. Anyway, uh, she, uh, she's been asking... It's LOL, Sam. It's Sam. <laughs> okay, Sam. Uh, Sam's been asking, um, and Sam, maybe this isn't you, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, she's been commenting on a lot of her stuff and has been worried about my health and the sound of my lungs. She has been. And the raspy voice. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Sam, I just want to let you know, I feel great. There's no, there's no need to worry. Uh, my lungs are, are, you know, they're not... The best, but I'm definitely not. Uh, there's no. There's. There's nothing to worry about. So, uh, to to ease any other than it's fatal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Other than I'm dying, <laughs> um, but just to ease any um, uh, any feelings of of unease over in India. There, don't don't worry about it. I'm I'm feeling great. What part of India are you in? Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Um, uh, any other questions on Facebook Live? Feel free to fire them off at us. We uh, we're coming up against our. We've got probably another ten or fifteen minutes <clears> left. <throat> I have a question. <coughs> Hit sure. us, Tay. If one of our loyal guests, similar to Andrea, would help us with uh, with going to get our uh, anuses bleached, would we? Would you guys? Do it. There is a guest. There actually is a guest from California who uh, messaged me and said that she would pay for me to get my butthole waxed, which was something we talked about in the past. Podcast. I'm thinking more about the bleaching. Well, I'd probably have to do the the waxing and then. I the for sure don't want to get my butthole bleached. But if someone, why paid, would I want? I don't that? If someone yeah. paid for you to do it. Would you do it? Sure. <laughs> See, like, I, I'm of the mindset of, like, if it made my butthole look cooler, then I would be down. But, like, I don't think that a skin-colored butthole would look that cool. I don't really care to have it bleached. I, I have, to, but I have I, to maintain, like, a waxing, like, for, like, a while. See, that's the thing. <clears throat> I, started painting my, that. I started painting my toes, and now I feel like I can't not paint my toes. Are, you, are, like, are your toes painted right now? Yeah. Can you show the audience? Blue still? Jer, Jer said he, he, he experienced some social discrimination at the airport. I did. With his uh, painted toes, which is a total tragedy. Did you? <clears throat> yeah, some guy looked at me like he wanted to punch me because um, I was wearing flip-flops. And I was like, why is this guy looking at me like he hates me? And then, he, and then I saw him like very clearly gaze down at my toes and then back at my face. And I almost said, 
Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Dude, I was so I was so offended. I picture but and like then, and then he was like, You're the host of Sick Boy, right? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and you're it's like, funny. Oh. it's funny because I picture him as like a big like guy who could easily take you out. Uh no, he was a very weak looking human. I think being. that's just how yeah. you how you picture pretty much any man in reference to Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> God damn yeah. it. Okay, I've got a serious question for you guys. Yeah. Uh if you had to pick one guy to perform oral sex on you, who would it be? Oh, Jesus man. Christ, Brian. Jesus Christ. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I just wanted to know if like it's if me. I had to pick one guy? <laughs> yeah. You, we have to pick? Yeah. I get to go last. All right. Okay. I will go first. Uh, I would pick... Uh, there is someone that I would pick, but I can't say their name because they very well may listen to this episode. And they very, mel- very well may want to. They do want to. Oh, I know who this is. Oh, yeah. and you're okay. But you, I feel like you're into it. The four, would, per, the four percent of Jeremy that is gay. No, is Sean, Sean. It's not Sean Simpson. Sean, it's not. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> no, Sean. he said that he didn't ask. Didn't ask this question. <laughs> you little frigger. Uh, no, it it it's not. Sean, I think you're a beautiful man, but um, but there is a there's there's a guy out there that I would I would you know I. I w- I'm not in the I'm, I'm not in the market to, to jump in line here, but if I had to choose, it'd, I be, love how, it'd be this guy. I love how the four percent of you that is gay is like all the way. <laughs> <laughs> like the bit of you, the bit of you that is into it is like fuck yeah, yeah. Well, uh, were you gonna pick? Uh, Why do I want to be gay so badly? Like I, 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 I actually do really want to be kind of gay. Like, I liked your reason though. Like for you, you were like, it would it just wouldn't it would be amazing? So <laughs> it would open up so many more opportunities. You've got the most. You've got the most. You know what? Struggle. I know. There's actually. God, I wish I was gay. There's two. There's two people now. There's another person that that made it onto the list, but again, I can't say their name because they're uh, they're semi local and they would know. Anyway, uh, that's me, Taylor. You're. Oh, we're getting a whole bunch See, of likes on this. It's weird because it's weird because you could pick anybody <laughs> in the world and you pick people that you know. <laughs> hey, Lisa. Well, yeah, because, knows how because much an asshole bleaching runs for. I pick people I know because <laughs> that's what I would feel most comfortable with. Like, I don't know. I like. I don't. I don't. But you I really don't took pick- this question to heart. Yeah, because you thought of like the emotional element of it. Well, Jeremy, you're, you're the Jeremy one thought about like what they would do after he blew them. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what do we do? Like, he blows me, and then what happens? Do we have dinner? Do we go to sleep? I don't know. What happens to the relationship afterwards? Yeah, I'm thinking, was, like, what if, if does this last? <laughs> is this going to turn into something? I was, uh, I was, is um, it love? <laughs> what is this? Ten things I hate about you? <laughs> it's weird because I was leaning towards like the obvious choice of Brad Pitt, but uh, now I just, I just had this quick thought pop into my head. Like Elijah Wood would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a pretty yeah. little face. Yeah, like a like a, like a feminine face, right? <laughs> oh, Steve Buscemi. Ah, yes, aka me, dude. You might as well just said yeah, me. I just get Jared to blow me. <laughs> I'll blow you, dude. I know. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of who who would you let blow you? Um, really? <laughs> There's a transition. There here? Is. This is the transition. When we were in Vancouver, we went to this place called the Elbow Room. Mm. And if you're not familiar with the Elbow Room, it is a uh, it is a restaurant that is known for its and this is this is via Yelp known for its sarcastic service. And eclectic menu, which and really doesn't get you prepared for your experience. Oh at my the god! Room. We walk into this place, 
And the waiter, the first thing the waiter says is, you three sluts can sit over here. <laughs> and we're like, holy, holy shit. I, I turned to Brian and went, did he just say... The, did you just call us sluts? Did you just call us sluts? Anyway, basically the, the waiter was a um, uh, very fabulous man uh, who uh, uh, I think was uh, rather, uh, I- rather enjoying uh, uh, the looks that we brought to the table. And uh, he decided to play... Uh, Mary fuck kill or kill what was it kill, kill fuck, fuck me kill, well fuck, either Mary. one it it's doesn't matter what way you put it so he wanted to cl- play Mary fuck kill and I was the winner Taylor kind of won uh, and, did Taylor uh, win well he wanted to fuck Taylor yeah. he wanted to marry you and he wanted to kill me my feelings were hurt I was a little butt hurt because I'm the I'm more gay than the two of you I could have <laughs> married him or fucked him uh, but he just wanted to put me to waste uh, so uh, so let's put that out to our Facebook friends watching uh, if you had to decide I'm gonna get my heart just torn apart right now uh, Mary fuck kill what would you choose uh, and that just got put out there to the world oh wow that's a really 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 big question yeah any everyone answer that question. Uh, Amy Tucker, all the way from Ottawa. What's up, Amy? Uh, I'd marry Jer, fuck <clears throat> Brian, and kill Taylor. Hmm. <laughs> well, I guess we didn't have enough fun at the bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd marry you, Amy, in a heartbeat. Uh, Amy Tucker, one of the funniest people I know. So last night, um, before we wrap it up, I do want to just kind of come back to um, our experience last night at Dalhousie University, where we spoke to the med students. Um, and one of the questions that uh, one of the students brought up was, basically he was like, do you have any advice for us going forward? And, and um, I think specifically he was talking about like using humor and like when humor is good to use, when it's not to use, and not good to use. Um, and I think that... Uh, I, first of all, I just want to say, I, I, and if I ever do this, can you guys just call me out on it? And even the listeners, like if you're listening to this, if I ever do this, please call me out on it. But I, I hate getting unsolicited advice. And um, I definitely hate getting advice from someone who I know has no right to be giving that advice. So when a med student asks uh, a guy who went to university for acting and didn't receive his degree and is uh, now a podcaster um, for advice, there's no part of me that feels like I have any right to well, give just, that person any advice. Not just advice. Advice in the medical field. Dude, I feel fe- like... In, the, in like the communication with the, in the medical field. Yes. I was going to say devil's advocate. Um, you are not... To them, you're not an actor. To them, you're a patient who has had CF. And that so, is what I could speak to. Yeah. Right? And so... And I felt qualified to give that, and and so as someone who is uh, who spends time being surrounded by medical professionals, what I said to him essentially, what my advice was: be human. Like, and and you said it earlier, like be be human when you're in that room, when you're dealing with a patient, be as human as you can be. One of the things that my um, a good friend of mine. Um, Garrett Zallen. Um, Garrett lives in um, in California. He's a doctor, and one of the things that Garrett always says is, "It doesn't matter how you tell someone 
that they have cancer. Like, there's no easy way. There's no correct way to say you have cancer. But what matters is what you tell them after, how you follow up that, that news. And I think what he means by that is like, if you're, gonna, if you're going to be working in a field where you have to deliver news that um, undoubtedly is going to like rock people's worlds and shake them to their core and their families to their core, you have to be able to approach that situation with some sort of um, humanity, right? And, and doctors and medical professionals uh, of all sorts are constantly being subjected to this environment where they're, they're seeing people come in and these people are being told they have cancer. They're seeing people come in and they're being told, we have to cut your, your leg off. They're seeing people come in and they're saying, your, ba- your child has cystic fibrosis. They're seeing all of these people come in and receive this like terrible news. And to deliver that news over and over and over again, it's only natural, it's only human to fall into this like this automatic response or this automatic sort of like... Um, desensitization of, of, of that field of work. And I think that, you know, if I, as a, as a patient or someone who lives with illness to, if there's any advice or anything that I, that I could say to offer to, you know, people who are in the medical professional students that are going forward, my advice would be just don't forget that we are, we all feel the same feelings. We all have we all have loved ones. We all have, um, you know, a history. We all have uh, passions. We all have, um, you know, things and people that we care about. We're we're all human. We're all we're all sharing the same experience, the same human experience. And so, if if they can maintain that, if they can hold on to that as they go into that territory of dealing with their patients. I think that um, a lot of people who are dealing with illness will feel much more supported by their doctors and by their, their med- medical team. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. That was a long fucking answer. No, but it was, I mean, that, that, that's, <coughs> that is exactly, and when you boil it down to it, it's that, you know, to sum it up in, in a couple of words is be human and, mm-hmm. and, and connect on that level of the, of the things that you undoubtedly share with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I, that I found um, that I was really, really stoked about last night because um, before you went in and gave the talk and you were like, oh, well, when the Q&A happens, like, oh, if it's a little dry in the Q&A, like, can you pop in and ask a like, yeah, come yeah, question? Yeah. And I had one, and then and 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 you know what? Um, it seemed like the Q and A was actually running along because lots of people were were asking, asking questions, solid questions. So I had my light on because uh, we were in this high tech room where you fucking press a button and then the camera goes to you and all this stuff. It was crazy. I undid my my button. I un- I undid my button so that I wasn't asking the question anymore. But then that guy behind me, Tarek, mm. he asked his question about. Um, about like, that, do you about, find, about yeah. the f- finding humor, and then and then I was like, oh, okay, well, this will actually follow this up nicely. So I, I did it, and I, I asked the question half jokingly, and I said that, you know, how does it feel to be? Uh, how, how do you how do you feel being being a, a, a host of a podcast uh, where you where you talk to people about being sick and being someone who's like you know t- 
te- you know, technically vastly unqualified to do that as well as someone who can't grasp the basic <laughs> concept of arithmetic. Uh, but dude, I, I I actually don't know what arithmetic means. <laughs> but the, I wish that was a joke. I don't fucking know. Math. I well, right, but like what kind of math? <laughs> it's just math. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Yeah. Hold on, I got to Google this shit. Anyway, the point was <laughs> I love that you're Googling the chat. <laughs> I know. But the point was is that the the question was that how do you deal with the more, how do you how do you feel about deal, talking to people about the serious side of things? Cuz it's 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 easier, it's more within all of our fields to talk about the to talk about the the comedy or the the lighter side of things, but it's not necessarily within our field to be talking about the heavier side of things. And one of the problems and one of the things that this podcast is the best for is getting <laughs> regular people talking to other regular people who happen to be sick about being sick. Mm. Because I feel like we've gotten into this age, especially in the age of like political correctness, where it's like everyone thinks they need a fucking master's or PhD to talk to somebody who's going through something. Mm. And it's like, dude, just, and you said it perfectly last night, just be an ear. Yeah. You can be an ear for somebody. And that's all you really need to be. And, and it's, I, I just feel like there's such there, that, just that sentence, like everyone feels like they need a fucking degree. And Man, it, you don't. You just need to be open. You just need to be attentive and listen and be an ear for somebody. It's probably really challenging for for doctors, like especially once they've been in the in in that profession for a while. Like they like imagine imagine being in a in a hospital setting as a workplace. Like it's so go go go. It's so fast paced that like all they're thinking is we got to get from one patient to the next patient. We got to get through as many people as we can. Like waiting rooms are backed up. Appointments are booked weeks, like weeks in advance. And all they're trying to think about is to stay on top of everything. Right. So Mm -hmm. like it's, it's almost like adding this other level of, of, um, of the, like to the experience they where where they add this, um, where they have to be human, where they have to be emotionally present, because it's it's challenging enough as it is to stay on top of all of that, but to also um, be empathetic and provide like the best experience to every person who comes through the door, like that. That's the true challenge, right? It's like yeah. imagine you had fifteen girlfriends that you had to please every day. Right, like trying to really show all of them love. It's really tough, and the same amount of love. And Jerry, you do, fucking so hard. You do know. Um, <laughs> Just kidding, but but that's what it's like. It's like it's like kinda. <laughs> <laughs> but think about the emotional, like the yeah. emotional investment you make in in like we that we make in each other. Yeah, right. That yeah. We, that we give to one another. That we give to the guests who come in and, and talk to us on the podcast. Like. Yeah. It's difficult to do that in a span of 15 minutes when you're a doctor trying to treat them for God knows what. Well, yeah. consider this. How do you feel about the idea of, and I've, I've, heard, I've heard Joe Rogan talk about this, and I, I've heard it in uh, several different places about the idea that in the age of social media where we have, you know, where you know, you're basically supposed to keep a, a, a connection of, uh, within a circle of like a, a huge group of people. Mm. And it's, it's something like, your brain has the capacity to keep like close, like like authentically close connections with something like fifteen people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and then and then everything <laughs> over and above that, it's like, it's like your brain can't even like your brain can't even handle more than two hundred people. Right, like, like your your the average person's brain can't can't be emotionally connected to yeah. to 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 people over and above that average. Yeah. Um, and then and then you think about somebody who is in a medical profession, like a doctor, who's seeing like emergency patients, like like on on like every ten minutes. Yeah. And you know, trying to make this like an like some type of emotional connection. The challenge there, I'm just using that as like a devil's advocate to the to the idea that, and maybe that's more to talk towards like the hospital system and the fact that you've got one guy or one girl that's seeing hundreds of people, and maybe yeah. maybe there's no way around that. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I, again, it's I think it just it comes back to just don't forget that you are dealing with human beings. And that's it. It's as simple as that. Like. Dude, it's not that fucking hard. It's not that fucking hard to be like, to, you know, how many times have we had people come on the podcast and say, and say, yeah, they came into my room, my hospital room. It's the biggest thing. And they just said it like, blah. And, and then, and followed it up with like, like A, B, C, or D, and then walked away. And there was like, and, and, but I was like, but wait, I don't, I don't get like, does this mean, and they just left it there. It's like. I don't know, and I've I've always I've always fucking said this, but I just feel like there's a human element that that can sometimes get lost. And here's the thing, I've never had to deal with that. I've been so lucky. My team, like my the CF team at the IWK, the CF team at the QE2, they're incredible. They've been amazing. So I I, I feel very fortunate. But when I hear so many other people, because so you see, many other because people, because you see those people, you know those people. I know those people, and I hear those people. Right. I mean, fuck cancer camp. You go like, back to those people. That's what I mean. Yes, like you have repetitive visits with the with those people. Whereas, like, you know, the guy that tells you that you've been dying, that you have cancer, might not be the you're, you might not see that person again. No, yeah, you know, exactly. You, like, and that's yeah. the, that's the challenge. That's yeah. the, that's the difference in that situation. But I, I feel like there's still a way to handle that situation with sure. with a sense of even if you you are a very dry, not very funny human, there's still like a we all have the ability to be compassionate. We all have the mm. ability to be light and like, you know, like soft mm. with, with people. And uh, I, I think, like, I think we all have the ability to find that quality within ourselves, Dude, hope. you know? Not, not, technically, not everyone does. If, we're, ta- if we're getting real technical. Well, yeah. I mean, well, even I, th- th- well I, think it, I think it's possible. I think it is yeah. possible that I, everybody can do it. Well, we're talking about like, I'm, I'm, again, I'm going to toss Joe Rogan back in there. He's talking about like, you know, 5% of the population is, are sociopaths and they don't even, they, yeah. They, yeah. They, they like, legit, yeah. They is that true though? That number? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not 5%. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's more, maybe it's less, <laughs> but sociopaths and psychopaths. But it's like, it, it makes me think of, so I told this story. They can at last, least fake it though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. You, you can. Fake it. That's what fucking acting is. You're 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 pretend. Well, I mean, you know, you're feeling real feelings, but really, you're just pretending. You're pretending. That's what you do every episode with our guests. That's you right. Just pretend I don't to actually give care a about them. shit about what the people say on this podcast. Yeah, that's I why you care. always try to jump in and talk about CF. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's all about me. Uh, but actually, speaking about me, um, it reminds me of the time that I went to the hospital and broke my collarbone. Right, shatter my collarbone, sitting in the way in the in the the. The triage, like I'm, I'm in ER now, and I, I'm waiting on getting some pain meds, and I'm in the most excruciating pain of my life. And the, the, the ER nurse continues to come in, and she's like, "How you doing?" I'm like, "I'm doing horrible. Uh, here's some water, 
Um, we're going to get you some Dilaudid. And I'm like, please help, please help. She's like, also, we're, we're going to have to get someone to look at this because you might need surgery today. And it's like, okay, whatever, whatever. Like, I just need, I just need, like, it's pain. All I feel is pain. And then all of a sudden, this guy walks in and he's not wearing, you know, he's not wearing your, your, your typical uh, white coat and stethoscope around the neck, right? So he, do, he doesn't look like a doctor and he's not wearing nursing scrubs. He doesn't look like one of the, ner- the triage nurses or the ER nurses. Um, you know, he, I, I think he had like jeans on. I, the guy could have been the fucking janitor for all I know. And he walks in and goes, so nonchalant and goes, uh, how you doing? And I'm like, first of all, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, not good. I'm not doing good. Like I'm in a lot of pain right now. I'm in a lot of physical pain. And he goes, oh yeah. What, uh, so what'd you do up there? I was like, I, I don't, I, I, I shattered my collar. I broke my collarbone. Oh yeah. And then he comes over and he goes, well, let me just, uh, let me see here. And he takes his two fingers together, his index and his middle finger together. And he just starts to go like, just like poking on my no, my my shattered collarbone, and he goes, "Hmm, hmm, hmm that's interesting. Interesting. Oh, see how it does that. See how it does that." And I'm like, and in my mind, I'm going, "Fuck it, oh fuck!" You know, like freaking out. But and on the outside, I'm going, "Who are you? Were you spitting like that too? Who are you?" Ah, like I'm so confused. Like I'm in so much pain. I don't even know what the hell's going on. And then the guy doesn't say anything, and he walks away, and I'm going. Is this the fucking Twilight Zone? Like, who was that fucking guy? Like, who was that guy? And then the nurse comes in and goes, "Oh, so I see that the the orthopedic surgeon came in and and <laughs> you had trouble with that. I last did. Night. I know. Or- the orthopedic surgeon came orthopedic in and, and and said that uh, that you need surgery. And I go, the the, the janitor, <laughs> that guy, <laughs> Mr. Hands, that came in here and fucking poked me around like, oh, well, Mr. Hands, Ooh, <laughs> <under> there." <laughs> But like, you know, Google Mr. Hands, Google Mr. Hands. I don't, don't do it. I don't think that do it. No, don't do it. But I don't think watch the video. I don't think that that guy handled that situation right. You know what I mean? It's like, well, no, you should have came in and been like, hey, I'm doctor. Like, dude, you know why I wasn't, you know, why he wasn't dressed up in like he was. I don't know. Because he's on call. He got you. You got in a fucking accident. They were like, "Oh fuck, he needs surgery." They called him. He, he came fucking, in from out of he nowhere. Came, he came in from out of nowhere. Wasn't yeah. dressed. He walked in. And God bless him. Yeah, you right. know. And then you know what? And, and, and thank and, you, sir. And probably for the drive-by, the drive-by fucking check is probably, oh fuck, like I was just probably enjoying some downtime, and yeah. I, now I'm in here, and now I walked in, and I'm and just going, okay. I do okay, have to say this. Surgery. I want to follow <laughs> this whole thing up with uh, a. He did a fan. Fantastic job on the surgery, and B, he actually was kind of a uh, you know talking to him later, before surgery and after surgery. He was like he was a pretty funny guy. He was pretty chill. But like, dude, definitely don't walk in. Don't state who you are, or what you are, and then poke and prod at like a really tender injury, and then walk away saying nothing. I don't know. Let's uh, uh, you know. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Yeah, that's it for today. Uh, Next week, we're going to come back uh, with uh, some of our Vancouver episodes that we recorded. Dude, there's like, there's at least three more Vancouver episodes that, like, I'm so excited for people to hear. I know, me too. There was a a couple of really, uh, really, really interesting conversations. The best is yet to come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And we can't wait for you guys to hear it. Clickbait Brian. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. 
And hey, next time we do this uh, this live uh, recording on Facebook, maybe we'll put it out on our, our Instagram and our Twitter beforehand. So uh, so if you're not following us on social media, follow us, and that way you'll know uh, when we're doing these these sort of Facebook live host episodes. Um, and you can get us your questions. And if you have any questions at any point, feel free to fire them off to info at sickboypodcast.com. If you want to mail us some smelly markers like Andrea did, uh, you're more than welcome to. I think it's the coolest that people have uh, have sent us stuff. That's God, that's I'm amazing. really looking forward to fan mail now. Those smelly markers yeah. are so great. I know, they're so great. Uh, thank you again, Andrea. We love you for that. <coughs> and uh, sending you mad love from Halifax. Um, and hey, None of this would be what it is today if it wasn't for our Patreon supporters. Uh, thank you all so much. And if you are into what we're doing, take a moment. Go on over to patreon.com slash sickboy. Yeah. And uh, give us your support. Like um, right now. Right this second. Yeah, like go, don't uh, even think about it. There's amazing exclusive content on there. All of our live shows go up to Patreon. Uh, probably some of this conversation will end up on Patreon. Who knows? We are exactly halfway to our second goal. That's right. Right, um, right to the dollar. So, uh, yeah, hit us up. And uh, thank you all so much. We love each and every one of you. That is it for today. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.